welcome to the Tin Lounge. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fam With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. Today, we are so excited to welcome a very special guest that you may or may not know. She's a very well-known name in the industry. And if you've heard of host agency reviews, you may have heard of the one and only Steph Lee, who is the creator of host agency reviews. And just like the most delightful, enthusiastic cheerleader and supporter of the industry as a whole. Like if you are a travel advisor, particularly if you are newer, host agency reviews can be an absolute lifesaver. She just has built so many resources. I should say her and the team, but she's just an absolute doll. I guess this is the best word for it. <laughs> so in this episode, we talk a bit about what host agency reviews is, but we also touch on Host Week, which is their annual educational event that is free to register. It'll take place from January 29th into February 2nd. And so we'll link the sh- in the show notes where you can go to register for this event. So super excited for you guys to listen to our conversation and get signed up for Host Week. Hello, Steph. Thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of the Tin Lounge. And for those who don't know who you are, they probably think to themselves, Steph, Steph Lee sounds so familiar. And if you know host agency reviews, that's probably where you know Steph Lee, the name. So welcome, Steph, (laughs) to the Tin Lounge. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to be here. Yeah. And for those who don't really know host agency reviews or who don't really know you, can you give us a little brief intro as to who you are, how you got started with the host agency reviews site and where it's progressed today? Yes. So I kind of grew up, um, the story I, I usually tell is I grew up in the industry. So my parents, my mom started a travel agency in the basement of our home when I was in high school. And so <clears throat> like anyone who has a parent that has a family business, you know, you get like looped into things, you're you're doing all sorts of things. So I've worked in the agency in various capacities through the years. And when I when I they moved to a storefront at one point in time, and then I was finally like, okay, I'll come work for you full time because I was I was leaving another job. Because I was like, I do not want to work at my parents' house. But the storefront <laughs> was more appealing. And so we went and we worked at the storefront. And I, you know, I have to say, like, I have the utmost respect for travel advisors, but it's not the career for me. Like, it's not so I get really stressed and like, I'm going to screw something up. This pressure is too much. (laughs) And the details, I just, I can't. But I, so I discovered what I really found interesting was the host agency side. So at the time, my mom had a very regional um, set of agents, maybe around 10 or something in, in Minnesota. And so I was like, this is so cool. This is what every young person wants to be able to work from wherever. And this was in like 2005. So it wasn't, um, you know, it hadn't caught on mainstream yet. But a lot of young people wanted the flexibility to work from wherever. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And it's like the gig economy. Like, I want to build that up. And I love helping people start their businesses. And so I worked at their agency for five years and built it up um, to about, 300 and something advisors. And then also people that 
work in a family business know sometimes it's challenging to work in a family business. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and, you know, my mom is the one that started it. It was all their investments. You know, they took all the risk and, you know, they had a vision and I had a vision and they they didn't really match. And so I was like, I'm going to start my own company. And I'd been thinking about, to be honest, starting my own company. I bought the domain a couple years prior. Um, <clears throat> but this was actually, you know, one of the greatest things to happen to me because it gave me that push I needed to be like, okay, I'm going to start my own thing. And the idea for host agency reviews came because part of my job was sales and I would talk to people. And I, I was an educator before I started host agency reviews. And I loved educating people about how the travel industry works. And what I found interesting was a lot of people that I spoke with were just so frustrated with advisors or perspectives that would call in because they're like, oh, they're asking like, such dumb questions. And I was like, how can they be dumb questions if there is nowhere to find it anywhere online unless you like happen to know someone that's a travel advisor that can tell you? It's not a dumb question if there's no way for them to find it. And so it was really great to move into host agency reviews because then I could be a, a independent third party that was giving information, not trying to sell them anything. And then the other thing was there there would be people that would call in that would say like, well, I'm comparing your company to this one. And it would be like an MLM or someone that had a really bad name in the travel industry. And it was kind of the same thing. Like, how are they supposed to know this? They're not an industry insider. And so the idea was kind of like, if I can do a Yelp for host agencies, that would be so amazing, as well as having a blog portion, because I loved writing and I love educating a blog portion to like really educate people. I love SEO. I can use the SEO to build the the traffic for the site. And that was um, 12, I think it'll actually be 13 years this year, like 13 years ago um, that I started. And since then it's really grown. Like we have the, the Yelp side, like the directories for host franchise consortia. We have the blog, we have two podcasts. We have um, our annual surveys we do, which are, Super, super cool if you're a data nerd or just kind of wondering how the industry works. Um, so there's a lot of different areas uh, we play in now, and it's really fun. But we're still a super small team. There's um, there's kind of like four of us core ones that work, and then we've got a few developers as well. It's such, a, such an amazing resource because when you... Just like you just mentioned, you you don't know what you don't know. There are people that can go listen to a pitch from an MLM, and it sounds legit. They really want to be a travel advisor, and this sounds like the perfect solution. And then they get in and start, you know, takes a while, and there's a bunch of wasted time. And then they realize they're on the wrong path, and you know, people aren't just born with the knowledge of how to figure out how to navigate. (laughs) Whether to be hosted, whether not to be hosted, you know. Oh, yeah. And like, how do you tell the difference? I mean, I've talked to people in the industry for years that still like, you know, use the term independent agent with hosted advisor, which you kind of can. But, you know, we always classify them differently. We classify them as independently accredited versus a hosted advisor. So there's, you know, there is like a lot of gray in the industry. Mm -hmm. I will say that I credit host agency reviews for helping me get started in the industry because it was because of host agency agency reviews that I found my very first host agency 
And I realized they were legit, like the reviews, just reading through it. And I've moved on since then because I just kind of grew out of their culture. But it was such a great base for me to get started because I had no mentors in the industry. I didn't know anyone else who was in the travel industry at the time. I just dove right in like someone in their 20s, not afraid of anything. And I'm like, I have Google. I'll just figure it out. And so... (laughs) host agency reviews came in so handy for me. So I, you know, I'm forever grateful. But the main reason why we want you to come on this week is to talk about host week, which is an exciting educational event that happens annually. And it is hosted by host, host agency reviews. And so tell us a little bit about what host week is for those who don't know. Well, it's a huge party and you should come first of all. Uh, But so it's an annual event. We do the last week in January every year. We started it on this whim four years ago during the pandemic. Like many people, we were just kind of like Like this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. It was a pandemic project because we were like, you know, how, what can we provide to our advertisers who make the site free for everyone? We're like, that would be like an extra bonus that would make it more of an incentive for them to sign on during this terrible pandemic. And I was like, oh, I like the sound of host week. And so I like put it in the media kit and that was like September. And I was like, I have no idea what host week is, right? (laughs) And so then over the next four to five, like the next four months, we really were like, okay, let's figure out what we want to do for host week. So it's a virtual event. We want it to be free for everyone because just like the site, it's it's just a resource full of information. So the, the big picture of it is it's a great place for you, whether you're new or experienced and whether you're hosted or not, there's going to be different portions that are going to be applicable for you. So every day we have a keynote speaker that comes on, um, starts us off, kicks off the day. Uh, then we move into, we do the consortia interviews. Now, whether you're hosted or not, Um, These are great to listen to, to kind of learn about the subtleties between the different consortia, Uh, because oftentimes people will stay with one consortia and they don't really know what's outside of their consortia, even though there's a lot of crossover, to be honest, between what they all offer. But what's nice is we ask everybody the exact same questions so you can get kind of a feel for their culture. You can get a feel for what they think is most important and compare, um, the idea is apples to apples instead of everyone being able to talk about what they want. And then we do the host agency interviews. So if you're looking for a host agency, there's, I think there's about 35 host agency interviews we do throughout the week. So it's a lot. Um, and then the afternoon we finish up with edge spots, which are education sessions. And those are great for new or beginner advisors. They run the gamut on, um, you know, from marketing to financials to getting started to legal. There's all sorts of information within there. Um, so that's kind of the the big picture of Host Week, but there's a lot of other fun parts. There's We have lots of giveaways. We're giving away a tour in Australia, uh, which is really exciting. I know. <laughs> so my eyes are popping I know. out of my head like, how, I'm going to win it. <laughs> well, okay. So Mary, who's setting up these giveaways, is very into it. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, Mary, you know, I'm going to be really suspicious if there's only one entry and it's you, right? (laughs) (laughs) So there's, you know, the Hilton is giving away a couple nights stay. Um, I'm trying to think what else is on there. Um, I'm forgetting them at the moment, but 
Beyond that, there's also specials that we get. So different tech partners will give specials specific to host week attendees, host agencies. If you're looking to sign up or to switch, wait until host week because a lot of specials come out. There's, I, I think right now we're at over 30 specials. So it's a great time to sign on um, and save some money or get some value adds. Um, there's, there's also educational sessions within our host week magazine, which is kind of like the pamphlet, the big pamphlet you get with the agenda and everything when you go to a conference, except for there's also um, educational things within there. Um, and then the other thing that's new this year we're doing is something called Coffee Spots. And this is what's, this is fun because it, essentially it's like a webinar, except for our generous hosts give $7 gift cards to the first 75 attendees of each of those. So for every day of host week, before it officially starts, we have a um, from 11 to 11.45 central time. We'll have um, Sion is doing one, Fora is doing one, Uniglobe Travel Center, Turn. Um, and then there is one other person that I'm thinking might sign on this week. Um, but we'll have those every day. And it's a it's a great way to have coffee, listen to, to someone present on their, their product or their services. Um, and get to know them a little bit more and ask questions. So during the event, and you can say you don't have one, but I'm curious what your favorite segment is. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Okay. I'll tell you, I'm getting me more specific <laughs> than that. Okay. That's super easy. Okay. So every every year, you know, 30, 35 plus interviews, um, that's a lot to listen to. And at HAR, we like you know, we get bored easily. So we always try to spice up life. So we always ask what we call like a fun question. It'll be like, if your company was a snack food, what would you be? So they, <laughs> that was last year's. And so they really have to think outside the box. And so my favorite part is the fun question, um, because we'll ask it for the consortia and the host interviews and seeing what people answer, because it's, it's really funny. Um, like last year, for instance, <laughs> so all the, Almost all the virtuoso host agencies, when we were talking about snack foods, like there was maybe like 50% of them um, answered that a charcuterie board was what what they would have. And then like some people like went, I think someone like said Skittles and like, the, and the way they explain them are awesome. And this year's question is super fun. And I've only heard, I do the consortia interviews so I've only heard seven people's answers, but they're, they've been so fun every time. Um, and so I'm really excited to hear the host agency's answers because there's so much room for creativity and bringing out the, the company's personality. I love that. It sounds like this event is good for just about anybody in the industry, but who would you say is like, you, you cannot miss this? Who I are the ideal participants. I mean, new advisors, it's a great way to connect yourself to who the players are in the industry and familiarize yourself It and at no cost. You know, the registration is free. You don't have to get a hotel. You don't have to get tickets. You don't have to pay for anything. So I would say the new advisors are going to get the best value because number one, you're going to get like fire hose information, like you're going to have to rest for the week <laughs> after. It's just going to be really intense for you. But it's recorded, so you can always go back and watch. 
Um, but you know, for, for experienced advisors, there's things there, but you already kind of know who the consortia are, you know, who the host agencies are. Um, and, and so for you, it's more like the education sessions are going to be really helpful or for the, you know, the giveaways, or maybe you want to learn more about Sion's commission tracking or turns itinerary builder, because you've heard about them, but you don't really know what they are. So I would, I would lean more heavily towards the new advisors for the biggest bang for their buck. Well, I do see uh, very frequently in the Facebook forums, people at saying like, I'm not, I joined a host. I'm realizing it's not a good fit. I want to switch. Who are you with and why? Mm-hmm. So I think they're just like I said, there's people who get sucked into the MLM pitch or you know, my, my business partner and I, cause we're kind of like a mini host within a host. We're with TPI, but then we host mm-hmm. and we are really brutal <laughs> with the way that we describe what this job entails and what it's like and how long it takes to make money. Oh yeah. But both of us got suckered in when we first started by somebody who told us, Oh, you can make all this money your first year and it's so easy and fun. And you know, you just ooh. get to travel for free, right? You yeah. don't actually yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. Every photo is like Instagram worthy. You know, my Instagram looks great. That's all we do day and night, new outfits. Oh, every other day. (laughs) You try to get bookings in every once in a while, but it's really just about enjoying life and looking good. And changing hosts is no small feat. Mm -mm. I'm very, very lucky that we've been happy with our host all along. So it's not a decision to be made lightly, but if there are people out there who are feeling like, is this the right fit for me or not? You know, it might be worth taking a look and just see if there's something that you feel aligned with. Yeah. And it's, that you, you want know, to learn more about. I, I always let people know, because um, one of the reasons for starting hard too was just this mystique about how, like what a career in travel was. Because you would think like, say, Asta um, would have, for a while they were publishing reports, but then they would stop. But there was like no information on how much you earn and that it takes three years about before you really start, you know, earning a living. And so it's just setting people up for success instead of throwing them into the sharks. Because honestly, it already, if you're coming in the independent contractor route, you already are kind of being thrown in with the sharks because there's so much that you're learning and that, you're learning how to build a business. You're learning how to find clients. You're learning how to like how the travel industry works. You're trying to build relationships with the suppliers and people within the industry. Um, I mean, it is so much that the more information we can give people so that they come in with their eyes open, the better. And and so, Corrine, like to your point, our, our annual surveys, like one of the things we started asking a few years ago is if people switched hosts. And it's usually people switch within their first three years, which makes so much sense because the most you can do so much research analysis paralysis where you barely even move forward. But I always tell people, like, try to make the jump because getting in is the only way you're going to know. You might think you're going to love doing destination weddings and it's your dream job until you're like... This is terrible. This is not what I thought. And then your host may not be a good fit. And you didn't know these questions to ask until you actually get into it. And nobody 
can help you with those questions. Like we try to prepare people, but it isn't until you're actually, it's like going to college. It doesn't actually really prepare you per se. <laughs> you go to like, you're like, oh, this wasn't what my classroom taught me at all about marketing or <laughs> this is very different in real world. So it's, um, yeah, like I, looking for a host, it's a great way to hear what other people offer. Yeah, similar, exactly what you said. Within the first one to three years, people switch hosts. I'm within that camp of people because when I first started, I didn't know what I needed from a host. Yeah. I just knew I was with a good host with good reviews. They ended up not being a good fit for me, which is fine. You know, it's not like it's a marriage. It's more of a business decision. So mm -hmm. when people are thinking about switching hosts and they're nervous about it, I just let them know, you know, I'm happy where I am now, but if ever it gets to a point where it no longer serves me or my business, I will be checking out another host that's a better fit. But until then, I'm, you know, just seeing it as a business decision and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think sometimes people feel like it's a, a failure on them if they are with the wrong host. And I don't think that it's all like it is all learning when you start a business like I'm. I have made so many mistakes in my business through the years and it's all learning. That's why like you have mentors that have so much more experience with you because they've made those mistakes and know to warn you. So exactly. Well, host week is scheduled to run from January 29th to February 2nd. And where can people go to register for the event? Yes. So again, it's free and you can go to hostagencyreviews.com slash hostweek. Um, and that'll take you to our landing page where you can get registered. You can see who all the speakers are, the keynotes, and the um, most of our schedule is solidified up there. And so you'll be able to find all of the information. You'll be able to register for the coffee spots on there. Um, and yeah, it's, it's going to be super fun. Uh, and so I hope everybody can jo enjoy join us. And it, it so it starts at 11 a.m. for the days with the coffee spots and 12 a.m. 12 a.m. 12 p.m. Central Time um, on the days where we don't have coffee spots. And you can always join us later or watch it in little pieces as well. Thank you again, Steph, for joining us this week on the Tin Lounge and talking to us about what an amazing resource host agency reviews is, as well as talking about host week. I know last year I was part of one of those edgy spots and it was so much fun and people seem to get so much out of the event itself. So do yourselves yeah. a favor, dear listeners, register for this free event. If you have associates or colleagues that you feel could benefit from it, encourage them to register for the event as well. Thanks again, Steph. Thank, Thank you, you all. And we'll see you at host week. Thank you so much again to the wonderful Steph Lee for joining us on this episode. I am super excited for advisors to really learn. And guys, it's free. All it takes is your time. And as Steph said, the schedule is already pretty much solidified. So check the schedule, make some time to invest in yourself to learn more so you can make this your best year in the business. And also remember, even if you're all set with your host, like I certainly am, there's plenty to learn. There's plenty of guest speakers. There's the coffee chats. There, I can't remember the edgy, edgy, edgy spots, edgy spots. Like there's <laughs> plenty to see. And she said it's all recorded too, so you can kind of 
consume it at your own pace. It's definitely worth registering for, particularly because it's free and you never know what kind of golden nugget you're going to find. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at thetinlounge.com. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.